Well, that was quite the discussion on what the white male fragility is. What do you think, Scott? I I don't know how to feel. I just hope everybody got the information they were looking for. Do you feel like a plastic bag? Floating in the wind? Just trying to start again? Really, it's what you're describing. Sounds like the most beautiful thing I've ever heard of. Also, I don't know what we did, but we definitely got that subreddit to go private. <laughs> Serious? Yeah, dead serious. I tried to go there. It's private. (laughs) Hey, everybody. Welcome to There's a Sub for That, the front podcast of the internet. I'm your host, Scott. And I'm your other host, Willie. Join us as we explore the rabbit hole that is Reddit. From made me smile to facepalm and idiots in cars to humans being bros... We're going to deep dive into the most popular page on the internet. Are you ready? Scott, we're going into our third week in quarantine. How are you feeling? Three. Ah, ah, ah. Oh, does that answer your question? (laughs) <laughs> uh, you're feel you're feeling like a vampire, specifically Count Chocula. That is yes. I was more alluding to the fact that I'm reverting to a child. Ooh, can I start calling you Benjamin? Okay, like Benjamin. Yes, like you're going you're going the opposite way. Oh, you're in your later life. Yeah, I'm getting younger. For example, right now I'm only wearing a diaper. <laughs> well, you know, Scott, you kind of tail end both sides of your life. Are you sure you just don't understand how old age works, right? Because you start in a diaper and nine times out of 10, you're going to end in a diaper. It's just going to be for a larger human being. Yeah. And everybody's saying this is the end times, right? So why not just, uh, this is like my ticket, right? It's like my (laughs) ticket on the Apocalypse Express. Nobody can judge you for shitting your pants (laughs) starting now. (laughs) On a different note, so what I have both appreciated and hated about the last three weeks was trying to rediscover what my gym activity is going to be. Like from the office? Yeah. I've been playing the role of Pam. I need a gym (laughs) in my life. I need somebody who's going to always harass one of my best friends, Dwight, and somebody that I can tell my mother about. You do have a lovely cardigan collection, but you're probably talking about working out. Yeah, the Gaim. I, I should have pronounced it the correct way. The Gaim. Thank you. There's a there's an up and coming subreddit, and it totally makes sense that it's trending right now. It's called Home Gym, so R slash Home Gym, and it just talks about all the different ways that you can work out from home. And I found okay. a lot of inspiration because I, I don't know if I told you this, but my apartment building sent out an email saying, "Hey." We're going to shut down all amenities across the three different apartment complexes that they own. And that night I ran up to the gym, noticed that they hadn't locked the doors. Everything was unlocked. Uh, So I stole some of the free weights. I mean, they're not cost weights, right? (laughs) Free for the taking. I mean, yeah, it it didn't cost me anything. I just took them. (laughs) I'm going to bring them back. Were you worried about them being gross in any way? No, this isn't to disparage anybody that goes in the gym, but I I frequent the gym in my building because it's much easier to go into. And nine times out of 10, what I have noticed is people will come in, they'll go to one of the three treadmills, they will run aggressively, or they will walk for 
a very long period of time and then they leave, but they don't touch any of the gym equipment. So it kind of just feels like it's me and maybe like one or two other people that use the actual free weights. So I took them home and washed them. Now we're three weeks in from me doing this. I haven't gotten anything. So it's kind of a good sign that it wasn't sitting on those things. And I have licked them aggressively. (laughs) I I imagine they taste like the tears of failure for so many people who've walked through those doors and left their goals. But what, what exact weights did you take? Oh, I only took one set of weights. Now, this is where things become a pain in the ass. I had five pound weights. No, Will, Will, you're not supposed to put them there. You're supposed to like curl them. But I saw The Rock do it. If he does it, can I not just like flex my butt cheeks with a with a five pound weight? If you can, by the end of this, pick up any pounds of weight with just your butt cheeks, you will have won <laughs> the pandemic. That, that, that's the talent I'm trying, to, I'm trying to learn during this is how do I pick up weight with my ass? And I expect fully, as we go on with this podcast, for you to post links to videos of your progress. I do have a a photo, and I don't know how to link a photo in the show notes, but this is just one that I took today on a walk. Part of my gym activity is I just need to go for a walk. I'm going to share this photo with you, and I need you to react to it. All right, I've gotten your image. Tell me when you want me to open it up and react to this. Yeah, so how about you open up that photo? Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, yuck. Ladies and gentlemen, he is popping a squat in nature just like God intended. (laughs) But it also happens to be in front of a sign that says no dumping of any kind. Therefore, not only is it gross, it is illegal. I I probably shouldn't have even been outside because I don't think we're allowed to be outside our doors. Who took this photo? I'm a madman. Emily took this photo. Oh, okay. Her, her photo taking skills are quite good. It's got you well framed. I think I can see the gopher head. <laughs> uh, you mean the one in the grass or the one coming out of my butthole? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Speaking of going outside, Willie, have you ever thought that maybe as we have been uh, sheltering in place mm-hmm. and you know staying at home, that it might be a little dangerous to go outside. Yeah, I have thought about that. I only say that because for some reason in the community, our awe, somebody decided to post a picture of mountain lions moving back into a neighborhood. What? And they posted a picture of three cougars on their lawn. And this isn't some random like weekend night Wait, what? in downtown Nashville. This so is it's not, it's, it's not a couple of Karens out there drinking mimosas? Supposedly, this is in uh, a Colorado neighborhood, and with there being no traffic and whatnot, there's just, uh, yeah, three mountain lions randomly walking across somebody's lawn. Do you think that when, what, what's the guy's name? Something Feige who made all the Marvel movies? Kevin. Kevin. Do you think when, Ke- we're on first name basis, of course. Do you think when Kevin was helping make the last Avengers Endgame? Do you think he knew that writing in that part where, oh, like Captain America says there's now whales in the Hudson. Do you think that he knew this was coming? Do you think he's part of of big COVID that was prepping for this all along? If anybody who was smart was listening to people like Bill Gates and uh, Dr. Michael Osterholm for the past, I guess, year, 
Mm. You know, I would say, yeah, they have been prepping and they're probably safe in their McMansions or actual mansions. Actual, I would uh, say actual mansions. Yeah, yeah, in the mountains of wherever. They've been just, you know, chilling, counting their money, because what else can you do at this point? Isn't it kind of freaky, though, that nature is coming back? Basically, we have been these apex predators for so long and driving away anything that's wilderness-related. And the moment we decide to just chill out, not even a week later, these animals are like, all right, these fuckers are gone. <laughs> Guess I'm coming back. <laughs> Did you see, I wonder if I can find it. Did you see the photo of, it was in like Taiwan. There was a highly endangered animal that was seen for the first time in like five, 10 years. Just walking down a street because there were so many fewer people. Oh yeah, it was, a, it was like a cat, right? Yeah. With a really long tail. It's just odd to see how I I feel like there's been so many movies like I Am Legend, Endgame, probably many other disaster type films where like this big thing happens and you just have to imagine or this movie has a portrayal of what would the world be like if this thing were to happen? And it right. it actually feels like we're starting to see a lot of that. Somebody got to imagine what it would be like in these circumstances, but uh, most disaster movies like that I never really saw because they kind of didn't really pique my interest. I'll say that nicely. Was there not enough? They sucked, Willie. They all sucked. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Day after tomorrow. God, it was garbage. The only, only natural disaster movie I've ever liked was probably Jurassic Park. And... Those people got what they deserved. <laughs> Long live dinosaurs. I think the only disaster movie I liked was probably the first Transformers because it had everything you want. Aliens, hot girls, hot guys. Boof, man, you can... Robots. Boof me anytime you want. <laughs> Speaking of being inside, I've got some good news to tell you. Specifically you, all listeners, please stop listening. Yeah, get the fuck out of here. Uh-oh. I'm listening. This household is going to be upgrading to 2019 in a couple days. I'm sorry, you're going to help? We're getting a switch. Ooh. We found one. How many people did you kill? And how many of them did you regret? There, (laughs) There may be a car laying on its side on the highway somewhere with all of the content strewn about. I can neither confirm or deny. But I do know that we have a turquoise switch. En route. Turquoise? Turquoise. It's a switch light, to be oh, specific. Okay. Yeah. Molly really got bit bad by the Animal Crossing bug that apparently all of her coworkers are playing right now. So yep. that's, that's why. Are you planning on playing any games on this or is this strictly from Molly? I encouraged her for it to be her device only. Okay. We had a, a brief discussion on how you know, I have my video games. Uh, I've bought in, like every single game on there. She asked if I wanted to go have these on it, and I'm. It's very tempting. <laughs> I I don't want too many distractions in my life right now. I actually want to be somewhat productive in this downturn society we in, <laughs> currently engaged in. But I will probably play it just to see what it's like. Sure. And uh, if I like, maybe I will buy half of it from her, or maybe I'll get my own. <laughs> if it hasn't been apparent over two episodes. Scott and I are are very big fans of video games. We follow them across social media. We play our our specific ones. I do have a question for you, Scott. 
do you understand the appeal of Animal Crossing? Uh, uh, no is the short answer, but the longer answer is no. I don't think I understand it at all. All I know is this. It's, it's basically like a cute, dumbed-down version of imperialism. You are a human who has your own piece of land, and you go to other animals' pieces of land, and you strip mine them to make your piece of land better. So Minecraft. Except you, you're supposed to make friends along the way, I think. So you're, there's, there's definitely got to be like trade negotiations going on, I'm sure. Oh. Also, you catch bugs. Yeah. And one of the top posts from our gaming this week was, and I actually sent this to you uh, earlier, earlier this week, was just all capital letters, delete. <laughs> and I was, like, I was like, what does this even mean? And when you click on it, it's, it's somebody holding a centipede. And it says, I caught a centipede. 99 more and I'll have a dollar peed. And then the next photo is successfully deleted Animal Crossing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so th- th- this is funny because let me just share uh, some of my, my fears. You guys are going to learn something a little bit about me. Growing up, my parents' basement was unfinished and we had an old house from the 1920s. Well, the main bathroom did not have a shower in it. So we had this like metal square movable shower. It was like the main thing that we used. It was in the basement. And then we had just like one lamp lighting the whole thing. So just imagine- The whole basement? Like, yeah, in our basement. Well, not lighting the whole basement, just lighting the shower. So like there were lights in the basement. Oh, I was going to say, you guys like a horror movie experience when showering. Yeah, it was. So like you walked up cold concrete floor that probably was covered in asbestos and your towel was hanging on like the rafters from like a nail, no joke. Ugh. And you would get into the shower- and you would always see like this eerie one light facing down at you. And you would see these shadows of these bugs moving. And because of the way the shower was built, there was always like little crinks for someone to hide in like one of the sides. Please tell me there was a toilet down there because that sounds like a place where I definitely shit myself. I just I, honestly, because it was a movable shower, I would shit myself and then just like, like get in the shower. <laughs> I, I would just heal it into the, the drain. Yeah. So I have a terrible fear of centipedes now. Uh, of which I have witnessed firsthand. Oh, yeah. So Scott's allergic to cats. Well, I have a cat. So in the last apartment that Scott and I lived at, we, we lived two doors down from each other. And I was so freaked out because there was one of those like inside centipedes that in my mind at the time, it was like four feet long. But it was probably more like an inch. Two inches. Two inches <laughs> at, at most. And I made Scott wrap himself in t-shirts around his face so he could come into my apartment and kill it. And I did. Like a true friend. And then I mounted it and I sent it to you as a Christmas gift. What? Wait, what? Hold on. It's still March. I swear to God, though, if anybody sends me centipedes, you will be deleted. <laughs> from from this earth. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of video games, there was a really cool additional thing that I saw also in our gaming by the way, if it if it seems like we're only talking about certain subjects, it's just like this week was all memes and it's really tough to describe memes in a good way on a podcast. We'll try. Don't get me wrong. We're going to go down that rabbit hole. But this week was mostly memes and funny memes. So I was just looking for things that I could actually you know link to and show. Last week, we talked a little bit about virtual reality and this past week, 
the game Half-Life Alex. Willie, are you familiar? No. So do you remember Half-Life, the game? Oh, no, no, no. I, I, I am familiar with that. Sorry. Okay, yeah, yeah. One, number one, I can't read. I didn't know that the way you pronounced the second half of Half-Life's new VR game was called Alex. So continue, and I will hold my head down in shame. In Half-Life Alex, it's a 100% VR game. So you have two hands, and you're just constantly figuring out how to... Two hands. Uh, a mouth. Use your hands. Two eyes. To fight your way through this... A penis. I don't think you have eyes, but I, I haven't seen any footage. You, uh, you're fighting through the Half-Life universe in uh, VR. So you just see your two hands, which are the controllers, uh, and that's it. There is a whiteboard, so to speak, or like a, a window in an abandoned building, and there happen to be still usable markers. So this math teacher actually gave a lecture or recorded a lecture in what? VR in the game. And it's him doing equations. And I don't know if he sent it to his class, if this was before all this virtual online learning goes into place, but it's really funny. The very first post that actually attracted me to that specific room that you can go into in the game yeah. Was somebody yeah. was taking those markers and drawing dicks everywhere. <laughs> I, I saw which that Which is one what too. you would expect. Yeah. That's the very first thing you would expect. Dick graffiti. This professor took it to the next level, if you will. A little bit more civilized. Yeah, he's teaching math in this video game, which is kind of cool. Can you just, th can we just think for a minute where we've come? I, I'm still thinking about the dicks, man. So I'm still thinking about coming. <laughs> I have not been intrigued enough to purchase a VR system of any kind. I didn't think anything was good enough yet. Uh, I don't know. I really want that quest. But watching this video and, and seeing what's possible in these games is really mind-blowing. I don't know why. I know the movie is not great, but the concept and the world that it built, I love the movie Ready Player One, and the, the author is coming out with Ready Player Two, but I love the idea that I can go into this world and create something so visceral, so tangible, that you can hold your hand in front of you, holding a fake pen, and draw on something fake like that. It's just knowing what possibilities are coming is really, really yeah. cool. I'm really... It's going to be amazing. Yeah, I'm really excited about it. So, like, 20 plus years, people have been working on this, but they haven't been able to create something as good and as mobile and, I guess, as affordable as it is right now. That Oculus Quest is you put it on your face, you grab the two controllers, and you're free. You you digitally draw a space around you so it knows where to go, but you don't have to strap into a computer. You can if you want to, but there's no requirement, right? So like Man, we're we're close. Any place in the world is your playground. Scott, thinking about the idea of like VR worlds and creating this like really robust universe around a game, there are a couple of wishes that I have. You only get three though. I, okay, well, good. There's two. I'm going to share with you two. We'll save one so that we can kill the universe. I was going to say free the genie, but all right. No, hell no. All right, what are your two things? I want to play a VR game of like Yu-Gi-Oh. Did you ever watch that show or know anything about it? I know that he has a blue eyes dragon. Cool. So you know nothing. The way, the way Yu-Gi-Oh works, it's a deck builder. So you build the deck of... Kind of like Pokemon, right? You build a, a deck of creatures to fight other creatures. And then you go into this like virtual world oh. where you drop down a card. It's an additional animal cruelty game. 
Okay. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's from the nineties. We talked a lot about killing animals. Like we endangered turtles to kill things for us. Ducks. Yeah. Darkwing and, duck. Uh, there were a lot of animal shows in the nineties, weren't there? Batman, Spider-Man. <laughs> I want a game where you can just like throw your card down in front of you. And that creature comes up in front to fight, right? So you're stationary and you're playing against another thing and these battles happen in front of you. I just think that that would be really interesting. To be honest, I can't believe that something like that hasn't been created, you know, from the makers of Pokemon. I don't think it gets close. So the company that made Pokemon Go, Niantic, sure, they created a spinoff game that's really similar. It's the Harry Potter one. Did you hear about this when it came out? Uh, Wizards of Waverly Place, right? Yeah, we'll go with that. So this game created a sense where you can like walk around and find objects or things happening around you in the world. But I don't think it did it successfully enough because what I would like to do, Scott, is let's say we're walking around one of the lakes here in Minneapolis, like uh, Bidet Makaska. We're, we're walking around the lake and your phone sends you notifications, says something's about to happen. You pull up this AR experience and you see this giant animal come out of the lake. Okay. Wouldn't that be like a really cool experience? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if you got just like, hey, guess what? So-and-so is uh, is attacking your area right now. Pull out your Pokemon to defeat it. Yeah, that'd be awesome. What? Why are they not there yet? That's a really good question. The money that goes into video games is obscene. And the fact that they haven't been pouring it into VR as much as they've been pouring it into consoles seems kind of, I guess, lazy at this point. It must be too expensive. It just it, That's the only thing I can think of. It just has to be too inefficient when it comes to cost to like pay the devs and create the hardware to get it into our hands. It seems like we're right on the cusp, though, so maybe it's only a couple years away and we're just not privy to this information. Maybe. I think there's... Amongst all of the terror and uncertainty uncertainty happening in the world, it's nice to know that there's still people out there looking to innovate and make a more entertaining, fun, and enjoyable enjoyable world ahead of us. People still want to connect, whether it's through a device or in person. I feel like all of these entertainment companies who make video games, they really focus on matchmaking and connecting others, right? Even if you're yeah. not in the same room. So I feel that's that's still positive. Speaking of connections, I think we should end this week's podcast on one of the best connections I've ever seen to date. Willie, did you ever uh, did you ever do any online dating? You know, there was a uh, five year period where I definitely tried. I I tried, but I have some problems in that area. Mainly, they make pills for that. Yeah, I I couldn't get my penis up. I was talking more about like pills for courage to, you know, talk to people. But. Oh, oh, you know me better than I thought. Yeah, I am <laughs> terrified to talk to other human beings, which is odd that we have a podcast. But this this allows me to talk at you and you don't have to talk back at me. This is going to hopefully make you feel either really happy or kind of upset because on our next fucking level, a gentleman in New York who's, you know, locked down with everybody else, happened to see this girl dancing on a roof. And it looked like she was just out there making a TikTok video like everybody is doing right now. Yeah. And he thought that, hey, she's social distancing. I'm social distancing, but I want to talk to her. So he took out his drone. He taped 
his phone number to it and he flew it over to her on the roof. What? How would that not have just terrified her? Uh, she she apparently laughed because in the drone video, she's not freaked out about it at all. Somehow he got in touch with her roommates. And so she texted him. They started texting back and forth. He got in touch with one of her roommates and they set up a date. What? Like a long distance. Like she's across the street, if you will. And they're both in these uh, you know, six, seven story buildings. Is it in New York? In New York. So he flew the drone over to this other building, gives her the phone number. She texts him. They start chatting. He asks her out on this date. He somehow convinces her roommates to set up like a little table. And he texts like, hey, you should go up to the roof. And there's this little table up there. And they have like, you know, their own. They basically had a meal together through FaceTime. Yeah. And that was their first date. Then he decides to take it up a notch. Uh Uh-oh. He owns one of those bubbles that you blow up and you like walk around in. From like the movie Bubble Boy? Kind of, yeah. But it's it's like one of those self-contained bubbles that you blow up and you can just like walk on the beach or roll down a hill. So he walks across the street in this bubble with flowers inside the bubble to like say hi to her. Well, he, I feel like there's a missed opportunity there. How is he going to get the flowers out? He he realizes that after the fact. What an <laughs> idiot. He has to now walk around with these flowers because he can't burst his bubble, if you will. But then they, they just go down a, a walk down the street. They're walking down the street. He's in a bubble. She's not in a bubble. And the cops pull up. Okay. The, the, NY, the NYPD pulls up. And usually in, in a situation like this, you're like, oh, well, they're probably going to tell him to go back inside. But no, the cops had heard about them and seen them go viral with this. And so they just posed for pictures with Bubble Boy and his date. Dude, that's awesome. How cool is that? Talk about a way to take a situation like we're in and really allow yourself to think differently and say, I'm not going to, I'm not going to let this get in the way. I still want to move forward. I still want to have a better life. And it's just such a, it's such an uplifting moment to be able to say like, I am not going to be someone who's just going to sit back and let this situation ruin me. Right. I'm still in control somewhat, and I'm going to make the best of the situation no no matter how dire it is. I I hope that they're not just doing it for the for the clicks, right? That it it's something cool, it's some inspirational story to share with others, but to create something lasting out of this. This has been such a weird social experiment for the last 2 months or I guess month now of can people work from home? Can people find different ways to interact with humans? Have you felt that the last three weeks has brought you further away from f- certain friends or closer? I guess it's really made me focus on who I actually enjoy being around, so to speak, you know? Like, I am connecting with the friends who I really care for a yeah. lot more often. You and a couple other people who I make you know, a list. text, we text Sorry, daily. Yeah, you're in my top five. So hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. The phrase <laughs> top five, you know what's interesting about that? Everybody who's like, hey guys, guess what? I did this tournament and I got top three. That just means you got third place. So thanks, Scott. I'm fifth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a few more political contributions and you can work your way up the list, Willie. I'm just going to be honest. Oh, yes. All right. Sucking the dick. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm texting and I'm calling with the people that matter to me and... I haven't reached out to anybody that I haven't heard from in a long time yet. And I guess that will happen as the weeks go on. And I find myself getting bored with all you top fivers. It's weird. As an omnivert, I am able to gain energy from both going out and staying in. 
And so I've just kind of been leaning more into my introverted side and leaning in a little bit more to my survival skills that I learned growing up as a as a scout and uh, as somebody who's taken vacations multiple times into the wilderness kind of on my own uh, and just letting that kind of uh, guide me and sustain me. What about you? I'm more of an introvert and what this has helped me do, I think one of the things that more people can spend time realizing is this gives you time to build those relationships that you've always known were important, but you haven't had time, right? The last few months, I, I've seen this meme show up and I, I'm not going to be able to find it. It's just a, a fairly generic meme where it's like, as you get older, the way in which you have relationships with your friends and your family starts to become more distant and slower. And it's okay for there to be a two-month gap between going out to dinner with one of your friends. It's okay for there to be a few weeks between doing certain things that used to be a daily, weekly, every other day kind of occurrence. Yeah, you just have other priorities. And we so often as, I should say at least Americans, but probably more like just humans in general now, spend so much time on those other priorities that maybe don't fill their bucket, but do fill their wallets, that they lose sight of those important relationships because you keep putting them aside. Like it feels like work. So being able to chat with Paul has been nice. I have a buddy who lives in London that him and I played Minecraft together. So being able to... It's, it's Sir Paul McCartney, Willie. Just say it. Gosh, I'm, I always bring this up and rub it in my face. But it's just nice to, to be able to form some of those relationships and have more conversations with the people that maybe you've kind of lost sight of. That's awesome. There are a couple of people that I will be reaching out to. It's just trying to get your own home base settled in this turbulent time is uh, taking a little bit longer for me, but I'm sure it's happening all around. Yeah. And if any of you guys are obviously going through some tougher times, know that we are not the people to call. Um, we are idiots on the internet. And yes, we are very dumb. While we care for your well-being and want you to we, be better. We, we're just idiots. So talk to people. We're, we're not that, professionally trained. Do not write in looking to us for help. Do not email. There's a sub for that at gmail.com looking for professional advice. We will not give it to you. We'll give you something. We'll give you professional stupidity. If that's what you want, you just go ahead and, <laughs> and let us know. But we are, we are not medical professionals. I would consider myself a profession, professional at, at look, looking at buttholes. So you may be wondering why at the end of every podcast, we uh, suddenly decide to start talking to this crazy sounding creature called Snoo God. Uh, well, that's because Reddit has a mascot and that mascot is known as Snoo. And he's just a little guy, but there's many variations of him. And we figured he would be the best to ask about all these wild and crazy subreddits that we've been talking about at length uh, at the beginning of every single episode. Yeah, like r slash divorced birds. Divorced birds? What the fuck are you talking about? I'm glad you asked, Scott. If you want pictures of fabulous fowl who look like serial monogamists, please post pictures of birds who look like they're twice divorced or more. Pictures submitted must be actual birds, feathered fowl, not human women, not even photoshopped. Thanks, new God. We appreciate you. 